0: Hey there, boy moms. At the end of our last episode, I mentioned that I have a surprise for you. I am so excited to tell you about a new book that I have written, especially for your boys. Welcome to Redeeming the Chaos. I'm your host, Laurie Christine. I am a mom of four boys, an author, a Bible teacher, and a certified biblical parenting coach. This is the podcast for moms who may feel a bit frazzled and overwhelmed by the responsibility of raising boys. If you want your boys to grow up to be strong, courageous young men who are fully committed to following Jesus, this is the show for you. I would love for you to join me on this wild, wonderful, chaotic adventure of raising courageous boys and connecting their hearts to Christ. We talk a lot about raising courageous boys on this podcast, and I know you want your boys to grow up to be strong young men who are fully committed to following Jesus. My passion is to provide resources for you that will help you on your journey. So I have written a new book for your boys called Rise of the Enemy, book one in the Dragon Slayer Bible series. And guess what? It's totally free for you to download. Just go to Dragonslayer DragonslayerBible.com. And we're just going to take this episode to learn a little bit more about this book and about the reason behind it, and I'm just going to give you a good taste of what to expect. Rise of the Enemy is part Bible story, part devotional, and part Bible study. In Rise of the Enemy, Michael never expected his comrade Lucifer to rebel against the king of heaven, let alone turn into a dragon. But Lucifer will stop at nothing in an attempt to overpower the throne. Can Michael and his army of angels defeat the enemy, or will Lucifer's evil plan succeed? Rise of the Enemy, a Dragon Slayer Bible story, will inspire boys to join the armies of the Dragon Slayer in the epic battle of good versus evil. Through action-packed stories, inspiring scripture, and challenging devotional readings, boys will be trained to stand firm against the invisible enemy and to use weapons of warfare to deflect the lies of the evil one. So, why this book? People say that boys don't like to read, and they don't have an attention span for anything longer than a two-minute devotional. I don't know about you, but my boys will sit and listen to me read Harry Potter to them for hours. So. If they can sit and listen to Harry Potter, why not the Bible? Think about it. The Bible is full of adventure, battles, good versus evil, ultimate powers, shipwrecks, floods, kingdoms, beasts, and miracles. It is packed with all of the things that boys love. My goal in writing this book and others to come in the same series is to make the Bible come alive in the minds of our boys. So I want our boys to think about what would the main character have thought or felt in that situation? What was it like living at that point in history and experiencing that particular culture? You know, the Bible is not a bunch of fairy tales. I want your boys to understand that the events of the Bible did not happen in a galaxy far, far away. They took place right here on planet Earth, where real people experienced real emotions and where characters had real life conversations. It's my prayer that your boys will come to understand the Bible in a more authentic, relevant way, and that ultimately they would see through the eyes of the characters in the story to the God that those characters worshipped. So, mamas, we are at war. I probably don't need to tell you this. You know that there is a battle raging in our world for the hearts and the minds of our boys. The enemy is working harder than ever to deceive our sons, and to distract them from the truth of the gospel. As moms, we need to equip our boys for battle. The Bible says that we don't fight against flesh and blood, but against the rulers and authorities of this dark world. Every boy wants to know if he's got what it takes to be a man. He longs to be part of something bigger, something worth fighting for. He wants to prove that he is a courageous warrior. So rise of the enemy will inspire your boys to join the armies of the dragon slayer in the epic battle against the evil dragon. They'll learn to fight against our invisible enemy and they'll learn to use weapons of warfare to defeat him. They'll be challenged to stand firm and to deflect the lies of the evil dragon. And ultimately they will learn to trust in the dragon slayer. So you may have noticed that in this book, Jesus is referred to as the dragon slayer. And that is based on the passage in Genesis 3, where God promises to send someone to crush the serpent, to crush the head of the serpent. Also in this book, you'll notice that Satan is depicted as an actual physical dragon. And this is based on the passage in Revelation 12, where it talks about Satan, the great dragon, the ancient serpent called the devil, the one deceiving the whole world, and it refers to Satan as a dragon. So I know that, in reality, Satan is not an actual dragon. He is a spirit being, and he does not have scales. He does not breathe fire. However, the Bible does use a lot of dragon imagery when talking about Satan. The Bible never actually comes out and says, oh, but we all know that he's not really a dragon, or we all know that he's not really a roaring lion, or when it refers to Jesus, you know— Jesus is the lamb of God, but we all know that he's not actually a lamb, like a fluffy lamb. So you get the point. The Bible uses metaphors and imagery to help our finite minds understand biblical truth. So I have used some of that same imagery in my stories to help our boys connect with the truth of the Bible. So here is a little blurb from the beginning of the book, just a little challenge for our boys. And it says, Courageous Boys Needed. Will you join the armies of the Dragon Slayer? Grab your sword and fight the evil dragon. Your life depends on it. Your quest, should you choose to accept it, will be long and difficult. You will face dangers and enemies along the way. But don't lose heart. The Dragon Slayer will equip you with the weapons you need and the strength to keep going. He will fight alongside you. And in the end, you will hear him declare, Well done, courageous warrior. So I want to take just a few minutes to explain each of the sections of the book for you. So you get a really good idea of what this is all about. And I'm also going to read a little bit of the book for you um, just so you can kind of get a taste of that. So the book is divided into three main sections. The first section is called The Message. And this part contains a narrative retelling of a Bible story. And you could read one chapter a day, or you could read all three chapters in one sitting. My desire is for you to experience the thoughts and emotions of the main biblical characters in the story while you gain a clear picture of the God they served. Then the second section is called the mission. And this part is a call to action that reads more like a devotional. The Archangel Michael, who is captain of the angel armies, invites boys to join the armies of the dragon slayer. He explains the message part of the book, and then he encourages boys to fight courageously in the battle against the evil dragon. And then the third section of the book is called the marching orders. So you'll notice there's a theme here. Um, We have the mission, the marching orders. It's all kind of the theme of fighting battles, and joining the army. So this section contains five daily devotional readings for you to complete one day at a time. And there's actually four sections within the marching order. So each day has four little sections, um, and they are basic training, which provides Bible passages for your boys to read, The next section is directives, and that dives into the scripture passage and challenges our boys to understand and live out the word of God. Next is critical communications, and that is a prayer to the God of angel armies. And then last is the battle plan, and that provides our boys with a space to think and reflect on the challenge for that day. At the beginning of the book, you will also find the dragon's lie and God's truth for that story. This part will challenge boys to identify the lies of the evil dragon and then to replace them with God's truth. I am going to go ahead and read just a few short excerpts from the book for you so you can get a feel for the style of writing and just what what the book sounds like. You can get an idea of whether this is something that your boys would love to read or to listen to. So the book starts out with a scripture passage from Revelation 12, verses 7 to 9, and it says, Then there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon and his angels, and the dragon lost the battle, and he and his angels were forced out of heaven. This great dragon, the ancient serpent called the devil, or Satan, the one deceiving the whole world, was thrown down to the earth with all his angels. And then the dragon's lie for this story says that I will be greater than God, and I deserve more power than God. I will do everything in my power to destroy you. And then God's truth says that there is only one God and only one king, and the dragon has no power over you. So then the next part of the story would be the message, and I'm just going to read a little bit on the message for you. There are three chapters in the message. The titles of the chapters are The Rebellion, The Traitor, and The Plan. And I'm just going to read uh, the very first section for you, the very first chapter, which is called The Rebellion. Chapter 1, The Rebellion. Did you know there was once a war in heaven? My name is Michael. I am captain of the angel armies that served the King of Heaven. Before people existed, we angels lived in heaven. Thousands of us, all created to serve and worship the king. But the most beautiful angel, Lucifer, decided he wanted more power than the king. I remember the day the war started. I was giving my daily report to the king when the door of the throne room burst open. Lucifer stormed in, his hair shone like a thousand diamonds. A rainbow of precious gems adorned the hem of his robe. As he strode across the room, light from the throne reflected off the gems, creating a magnificent kaleidoscope on the marble floor. Our eyes met and the corner of his mouth curled into a sneer. He lifted his chin and tossed his head, flinging his long, sparkling hair over one shoulder. Lucifer and I had once been friends, but recently, a tension had grown between us. He had become obsessed with his own beauty and the power the king had given him. He shoved past me and marched to the throne. Was he crazy? The king permitted no one to approach him without permission. Lucifer grabbed the hilt of his sword, yanked it from its sheath, and raised it over his head. The sleeve of his robe slid up to his shoulder, revealing his muscled bicep. Two pairs of wings unfurled behind him and quivered with anticipation. I glanced up at the king. His eyes narrowed. This would not end well for Lucifer. I've had enough, Lucifer bellowed, staring the king in the eyes. Everyone can see I'm more beautiful and more powerful than all the other angels. He cast a sideways glance in my direction. I deserve more. What was he saying? The king had already given him so much. Had he no respect? Lucifer stepped toward the throne, brandishing his sword in front of him. I don't see why I should continue to submit to the authority of this king. He thrust his finger toward the throne. Who put him in charge anyway? The king's eyes flashed with a fire I had never seen. A chill ran up my spine. The king stood. Silence! His voice bounced off the walls of the throne room. Are you defying me? I am the only king. I am the only one worthy of worship. How dare you plot against me? Lucifer raised both hands above his head. Armies of the dragon, unite! The roar of his voice shook the foundations of the palace. Who was this dragon? We were about to find out. Okay, next I'm going to read just a quick excerpt from chapter two called The Traitor. This is not the beginning of the chapter. This is kind of in the middle of the chapter, but it gives you a little picture of when Lucifer turns into the dragon. Sweat dripped down my arms. I raised my sword over my head, gripping it with two hands. I gritted my teeth, ready to crush the head of the enemy. Crack. But it wasn't the crack of Lucifer's head. As I was about to bring the final death blow, a loud crash split the air. Bright light and black smoke filled the throne room. An enormous red dragon crouched in the place where Lucifer had stood. Its scales glinted like flames of fire, and two sets of powerful wings unfurled to twice the length of its body. I ducked and jumped away to keep from getting knocked down by one of the wings. Sharp spikes barbed the dragon's back. Its tail swept back and forth across the floor of the palace, threatening to wipe out anyone in its way. Tendrils of smoke seeped out of the dragon's nose as its beady black eyes stared back at me. What just happened? Lucifer is a dragon? So that was a little taste of the message, and there are three chapters included in the message. Then the next part is the mission. And there are three parts to the mission. And in this section, Michael the Archangel is speaking directly to the reader. So I'll read a little bit of part one here. Part one is called The Rescuer. Greetings, courageous warriors. We meet again. I am Michael, Captain of the Angel armies. On behalf of the dragon slayer, son of the king of heaven, I invite you to join me in an epic battle of good versus evil. You just read in the message how the dragon, Lucifer, rebelled against the king and tried to overthrow the throne. He failed and the king threw him out of heaven along with an army of fallen angels. Lucifer has had many names and disguises over the years, including the devil, Satan, the evil one, the serpent, and the dragon. For thousands of years, the dragon has tried to destroy the beautiful people the king created in his image. His goal is to convince as many people as possible to join his armies and fight against the king. But the king had a plan from the beginning of time to defeat the dragon. The king promised he would one day send a rescuer to slay the dragon, destroy death, and restore the broken friendship between the king and his creation. The king sent Jesus, his own son, to fight the dragon and save his people. But the battle didn't look like any human expected. God's people were waiting for someone mighty and powerful to swoop in and save the day. But that's not how it happened. When Jesus arrived on earth, he came as a tiny human baby. He was helpless and poor, not a rich, powerful ruler. Everyone was shocked. Many didn't believe he could be the promised rescuer. But the king of heaven often acts in mysterious ways. So that's the end of part one of the mission, which is like the devotional section. And then lastly is the marching orders. And within the marching orders, there are five days of devotional readings, and each one includes scripture passages, a short devotional reading, and a prayer, and then a challenge. So there are five days, and each day has a different topic. So day one is there's only one God. Day two is you have an enemy. Day three, be strong in the Lord. Day four, put on the armor. And then day five, victory in Jesus. So I'm going to just read through day one with you so that you can see what this looks like. So day one is there's only one God. Basic training is the scripture passages for the day. And this is Deuteronomy 435. Remember this and keep it firmly in mind. The Lord is God, both in heaven and on earth, and there is no other. Nehemiah 9, 6 says, You alone are the Lord. You made the skies and the heavens and all the stars. You made the earth and the seas and everything in them. You preserve them all, and the angels of heaven worship you. And then Isaiah 446, 7a, and 8b says, This is what the Lord says, Israel's King and Redeemer, the Lord of heaven's armies. I am the first and the last. There is no other God who is like me. Let him step forward and prove to you his power. Is there any other God? No, there is no other rock, not one. So then after the basic training section, there's a section called directives. And this is a a devotional, uh, kind of more like a Bible study, actually, because it directs you back to the the scripture passages. Lucifer wanted to be like God. He thought he could become more powerful than God. But the Bible is clear that there is only one God. God. There is no other God besides the Lord. In Isaiah 44, God asks, Who is like me? Let him step forward and prove his power. God knows there is no other God or being as powerful as he is. He dares anyone to prove him wrong, which was exactly what Lucifer tried to do. As a result, the king kicked him out of heaven. God asks, Is there any other God? And then he answers his own question. No, there is no other rock, not one. Sometimes we think that we know better than God. We think we know what's best for our lives. We think everything would be great if only God would put me in charge. But we saw what happened when Lucifer tried to take control. He thought heaven might be better if he was in charge. And then God kicked him out. Throughout the Bible, God warned His people, the Israelites, to turn away from idols and stop worshiping false gods. The people didn't listen, and God had to punish them for their disobedience. Even today, many nations and religions around the world worship gods other than the one true God. But Psalm 96.5 says, The gods of other nations are mere idols, but the Lord made the heavens. The king who created the heavens also made you. He knows everything about you. He knows what makes you excited and what makes you afraid. He knows who your friends will be next year and whether or not you'll make the football team. He loves you more than anyone could ever love you, and he wants what's best for you. Life doesn't work out for us when we try to put ourselves in God's place, when we think we could do a better job of being God than God himself. And then the next section for day one is critical communications. And this is just a short prayer. And it says, King of angel armies, I know you are the only true God. You are the only one who deserves my worship. There is no one as powerful as you. I want you to be my God. I will serve no other God but you. And then lastly is the battle plan. And this is a short challenge for your boys. And this says, think about a time when you thought you knew better than God. How did it work out? Use this space to write out your commitment to God and to serve only him. Tell him you want him and no one else to be king of your life. So if you decide to print out the PDF of this book, um, you're welcome to give it to your boys. And then they can actually write in those sections under the battle plan. They can actually use that as like a little journaling section then at the end of the book, there is a section called Extra Stuff. And these are just some things that might be valuable to you. There is a section called Have You Joined the Army? And basically, this explains God's plan of salvation for your boys. There's a section called No Way. And this provides some interesting facts about the story. There is a glossary of terms that defines some of the words used in the story that may be unfamiliar. And then lastly, there are some background scriptures that provide additional support for this story. So mamas, I need your help. As I mentioned earlier, we are at war against the enemy who is fighting for the minds and the hearts of our boys. And I need your help to help me spread the word about this book. I think it can be very valuable in the lives of our boys. And I would love to see as many boys as possible have this book in their hands so that they can read it. And right now, it is totally free for you to download. That will not always be the case because I plan to publish this as a real book eventually. But right now, it's free. And I would love for you to download a copy. Just go to dragonslayerbible.com. But like I said, I need your help. So I'm gonna give you a couple of ways that you can help me with this project. I had considered pursuing traditional publishing for this book and more to come in the same series. And I actually received positive feedback from several publishers and editors, but across the board, the message that I received was, there's a big need for books for middle grade boys. So this is like boys ages, you know, eight to 12, that age range, but Christian publishers won't take on this type of project because they don't know how to reach this audience. So that's where I need your help because you have boys, you know, friends who also have boys, and I know that we can get the word out about this. So I decided to go ahead and pursue independent publishing, but I'm going to need your help. So the first thing you can do is read the book. Go to dragonslayerbible.com to download your own free copy. You can download it as an ebook. That you can read on a Kindle or on Apple Books on your iPad or iPhone, or you can download a PDF that you can then print out either at home, you can send it to Office Max, or a combination of both. So I would love for you to take that printed book, hand it to your boys to read, read it together as a family. You know, maybe you could read some of the sections together as a family, and then maybe hand the like the devotional sections, like the marching orders to your boys to do on their own. However you want to do it would be awesome. So then secondly, the second way you can help is to tell a friend, tell somebody about the book. Remember, it's a free download. No purchase necessary. All you need to do is send your friends to www.dragonslayerbible.com and they can download their own free copies of the book. Here are a few ways you can do that. Tell someone face-to-face about the book and then send them to dragonslayerbible.com. You could share a link to this podcast episode that you're listening to. Send it to somebody that you know on your contact list. Uh, You could email a link to the book, or you can post a link and a picture of the book on your social media pages or all of the above. That would be amazing. Again, it's dragonslayerbible.com. Third, third way you can help out is to give me your feedback. I would love your feedback. Once you have had a chance to read the book, I want to know what you thought. I especially want to know what your boys thought of the book. And this is geared for boys ages eight to 12. So if you have boys younger than that, I'd still love your feedback. But just know that it, you know, maybe there's some sections that would be kind of above their level. Same with if you have teenagers, please give me your feedback, let them read the book. And I'd love to hear that feedback as well. But this is uh, geared mostly for boys ages eight to 12. I want to write the kinds of books that you want to read or that your boys want to read. So a week or so after you have downloaded the book, you will receive a link to an online survey where you can give me your feedback on the book. So be sure to keep an eye out for that email. And if you finish the book before you receive the survey and you are just dying to give me your feedback... Just email me. You can send me an email at laurie at lauriechristine.com. And Laurie is spelled L A U R I E, and Christine is C H R I S T I N E. So I would love to know what worked, what didn't work, which parts your boys loved, and which parts didn't interest them quite as much. And then, lastly, friends, the fourth way that you can help me, and I truly believe that this is the most important way that you can help is to pray. Pray for our boys. Pray that God would put the, this book into the hands of the people that need to read it and the people that he wants to have it. You know, the enemy does not want our boys to read this book. He doesn't want our boys to learn how to use the weapons of warfare to fight against the attacks of the devil. In fact, Satan would prefer we just forget about him altogether. He'd rather us get so caught up in our own lives that we don't even realize the danger surrounding us. Full disclosure, I am not typically one to over-spiritualize situations. I don't blame the devil for every mistake I've made or every problem I've encountered or every bad thing that has happened to me. And I'm not saying that we should. We live in a broken, fallen world where terrible things happen that may or may not be a direct result of someone's individual sin or their individual temptation. But I will say, as I have been working on this book, I have experienced what I believe are spiritual attacks. When I first got the idea for this book back in early 2020, I specifically remember thinking the enemy would not want me to write this book. I wonder what sorts of challenges and spiritual warfare I may have to face because of this. And let me tell you, the past two years have been some of the most Challenging years of my life, and it had nothing to do with the global pandemic. Just this past week, as I was getting ready to release the book into the public, there were a few days that I just felt like I was slipping into a pit of lies that Satan was trying to throw at me. But you know what I did? I actually went through one of the exercises from this book for one of the days in the marching order section. Boys are taught about the armor of God and how to use it to defend themselves and to fight against the enemy. And then at the end, we pray through each piece of armor and then symbolically put it on. So on that day, when I was feeling especially susceptible to Satan's lies and fiery darts, I sat down with my Bible and opened it to Ephesians 6, and I wrote out a prayer to go along with each piece of spiritual warfare. So I said things like, I put on the belt of truth. I put on the body armor of righteousness, et cetera. And then next, I made a list of each of the lies that I was being tempted to believe. And I wrote out a truth statement to go along with each of those lies. And this is the exact same exercise that's in one of the marching orders. And let me tell you, it is quite effective at combating the lies of the devil, Mamas, the enemy is out to destroy our families and our marriages. He wants us to remain isolated and discouraged and defeated. But thank God we have victory through our Lord Jesus. 1 Corinthians 15 says that God gives us victory over sin and death through our Lord Jesus Christ. So what's next? I actually have plans to write a whole bunch more of these books. The series is called The Dragon Slayer Bible Series, and I actually have plans for about 52-ish more stories in this series. I had originally planned to publish them as one giant anthology of Bible stories, and I realized that would be way, way too much information for you guys, and you probably wouldn't even be able to lift the book. So I decided to, to publish each book, each chapter, each story as an individual book, along with accompanying devotionals and things like that. So these books will eventually be available to purchase on Amazon as real live books that you can hold in your hand and actually give to your boys, which is another reason just by the way that I have decided to go the independent publishing route because traditional publishers would take years just to publish one book, and I've got ideas for 52 books down the road. So this way, I will be able to get these books out to you much more quickly. Each additional book will also be formatted in a similar way to this first one, Rise of the Enemy, and they will each contain the message, which is the main story told from the perspective of a biblical character. I am passionate about helping kids understand that the Bible is not just a collection of of random events, but that each story in the Bible joins together to create one magnificent story of God's plan to restore the broken relationship between himself and humanity, and then ultimately to bring everlasting glory to his name. So while each individual book will have its own plot and characters, there will always be a reference to that overarching theme of God's plan to send the dragon slayer to defeat the evil dragon. And the stories will progress chronologically through the Bible from Genesis through uh, Revelation. And then the next section is the mission. Each book will contain a, the, the section called the mission where Michael the Archangel expands on the story and challenges boys to fight bravely and live courageously. And then lastly, the marching orders will include five days of daily devotional readings, um, which actually kind of feel like mini Bible studies. So, I am so excited to share this project with you. It has been in the works for a long time. And I hope you will go to DragonslayerBible.com to download your free copy of Rise of the Enemy, which is book one in the Dragonslayer Bible series. For now, this book is free. So, Get a get a hold of it. I would love to hear what you think. I would love to get your feedback because as I go forward and as I publish more books in this series and then eventually I will also publish this book, The Rise of the Enemy, as an actual book that you can buy on Amazon, I want to make sure that it's the best book for you and for your boys. So I would love your feedback. I want to hear what you think, and then I'll be able to make adjustments um, as I go forward. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of Redeeming the Chaos. I am so thankful for each of you, and I'm thankful for your prayers and for your support and your encouragement. And don't forget, head over to DragonslayerBible.com to download your free copy of Rise of the Enemy. And I hope that you and your boys will join the Dragonslayer in the battle against the evil dragon.